are now listening to the God Girl Goals podcast, where we speak on a number of valley topics to help women like you stay encouraged and committed in your journey with Christ. Continue to listen to this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Ibrion Haley. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get started, I just have one announcement. And that is today is the last day of my 50% off spring sale. So that means that all shirts, all apparel on my website are 50% off. So if you've been eyeing one of my cute tees, now is the time to get it for the low low. Um, the sale ends tonight at 11.59 p.m. And I will leave my website link in the description notes um, below so that you can shop and just let the world know that you are including God in the process of achieving your goals. Now, for today's message, I'm going to be speaking to you guys about new age practices and what God tells us about them. And it is so important to be aware and knowledgeable about these practices because even though they may seem so innocent from the outside, it actually has a deeper meaning. And new age practices are what God warns us about in Deuteronomy when he says to not take on the practices of other nations that are detestable. Again, though they may, though these practices may seem, you know, quote unquote, innocent they're not and they actually separate us from God and y'all know that anything that does that is not of God and also as we go throughout this episode I want you to keep in mind that the enemy makes a counterfeit for everything that God creates and so many of you may be participating in this new age movement unknowingly just because you lack the knowledge about it and when I say some of these practices I'm talking about yoga horoscope, astrology, tarot card readings, crystals, seeking a medium to connect with the dead, and the list goes on. So today we're going to talk about four of the most common ones that people are participating in, and that's yoga, astrology, crystals, and fortune telling. And as I talk about these practices, I'm only really going to be talking about it on a surface level, again, because I said it goes way um, much deeper than that, but the Bible also warns us to not even learn about these things. Let's start off with yoga. You may view it as a form of exercise, but it's actually a meditation and spiritual practice of Hinduism. Yoga requires you to become in tune with your chakras, and chakras are these different energies located in the center of your body that supposedly gives you a higher level of consciousness as you meditate in these different yoga positions. And so this higher level of consciousness gives off the impression that you are close to God or on God's level, when in actuality, none of these things are of God. And so you may say that, okay, I'm not using it in the way that they're using it, but still you're participating in the practice of yoga. And so the practice of yoga, no matter how you put it, is an occult practice that God warns us about. And there are other ways that you can exercise or meditate without doing yoga, like taking a walk, going for a run, going to the gym, and just meditating on God's word. And that's another thing. Yoga also causes you to empty your mind. And God never asks you to do that anywhere in the Bible. Instead, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, he tells us to meditate on his word day and night. So truly emptying your mind allows for the enemy to creep in and get control of your thoughts. Moving on to horoscopes and astrology. Now, this is one that I can say that I have participated in and believed in unknowingly until I learned that it wasn't of God. Y'all, I literally had a horoscope app on my phone in college and I would read it every day and would think like, wow, this is so close to my life. Like I'm going 
through these exact same things. Like, how does, how does, how do they know that? And so, especially when I was dating y'all, you know how when you date someone, you do the little compatibility test with your sign and their sign just to see if y'all match. But I had to go back and later repent for that because that wasn't a godly practice at all. So I had to repent to God for even engaging in it. So this is how horoscopes and astrology has nothing to do with God. So God knows our lives from beginning to the end. And he knows our future, our present, and our past. And horoscopes are known as a hidden art, which is something that God also warns us about. It's a hidden art that gives off the impression that the stars, the planets, or the universe can predict the future totally not of God. God is the only one that can give us more guidance and information about our lives. So he should be your only source to give you insight about your future. Proverbs 3 verse 5 through 6, which is what God Girl Goals is based off of, simply states that he will direct your path. So that means God will direct your path, not an outside source. And he is the only one who determines the will for our lives. So horoscopes, astrology, this is divination at its finest. And divination means it's seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown through the use of occult practices or rituals. And because horoscopes are so popular among this generation today and is one of the most used new age practices, I want to give you a prime example of how God put to shame the king of Babylon and his sorcerers and astrologers. So y'all remember in the book of Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king of Babylon at the time, had a very disturbing dream and he could not sleep. So in Daniel chapter 2 verse 2, it says that he called on all of his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to interpret the dream for him. And he specifically called on the astrologer to do it and the astrologer could not deliver. He couldn't even tell him what the dream was about. None of them could actually. And so it wasn't until Daniel showed up, the true man of God, a true prophet of God, he was given a vision from God that allowed him to interpret the dream to the king. Um, these people, these enchanters, sorcerers are counterfeit. And that's because they weren't working within the will of God. They were working on their on their magic and just on based on science. And like, that's not of God. And so another example is in the book of Isaiah, specifically Isaiah chapter 47, where he told the people of Babylon that those astrologers and stargazers who make predictions every month will not be able to save them from what the future holds. And he said that they can't even save themselves. And he told the people of Babylon that they will get no help from them. So you see here that to everything God does, the enemy has a counterfeit, like I said. So horoscopes and astrology is just the makings of the enemy. Of course, he wants you to put your faith in other things because that's what you're doing, putting your faith in other things like the universe instead of God. Because putting your faith and future in the hands of anything besides God is a sin. So moving on to crystals, many people see nothing wrong with the use of crystals because they see it as God's creation himself, right? So why is there something wrong with me using crystals if God created it on this earth and he put it on this earth? Well, y'all, I'm telling y'all that there is a problem. <laughs> Romans chapter 1 verse 25 tells us to worship the creator and not his creation. So in this verse, Paul spoke to the unrighteous by saying they traded their truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself who was worthy of eternal praise. So for example, if you're using these crystals for spiritual, emotional, or physical healing, 
you are putting your trust in the rock versus putting it in God. And when you use that perspective, it sounds silly, right? Yes, because it is. So your trust in this rock to heal you is a form of idolatry. And idolatry is worshiping other objects or people in the place of God. So all in all, you're looking for this crystal to give you some type of supernatural healing that only God can provide. And then God says many times in the Bible that he is a healer. So why are we putting our energy and our faith into other things when God says that he is our healer? And that's also why God tells us to take upon his yoke and learn from him so that he may give us rest because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And that's why he tells us in Acts that if our hearts have grown dull and our eyes become closed and with our ears we can no longer hear, that he will heal them. And there's a plethora of examples in the Bible of Jesus healing others according to what they were going through. So that part is very important because he healed a demon-possessed boy in Matthew and he healed a lame man in John the 5th chapter. And that's who he is. So please don't put your faith in objects and man. Put that energy into God. If you need healing for whatever, just ask him and trust that he'll deliver on his word. So last but not least, certainly not least, because like I said, the list goes on. We are going to talk about fortune tellers. And in the Bible, it says to try the spirit by the spirit. And I know y'all have heard that verse so many times, but it is so mandatory that you do that because there are many false prophets. Um, God says that there are many false prophets that have gone out into the world. And then some of these false prophets that he's referring to is fortune tellers. And as we know, fortune tellers predict the future or they claim they can see what's next or what's going on in our lives. And no one can do that except for God. So the use of fortune telling can unlock demons. In Acts, Paul cast out a demon from a woman who was a fortune teller and was making a lot of money from her master. And so fortune telling may seem like an innocent peek into the future, but you're actually opening up a portal for the enemy to creep in. And Isaiah 8, 19 says, someone may say to you, let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings. They will tell us what to do. But shouldn't People ask God for guidance. Should the living seek guidance from the dead? So instead of seeking out these people as Christian, Christians, we should take hold to Isaiah 46, um, verse 10, that says only God holds the future and only he knows what will happen. So as this episode concludes or comes to a close, I really pray that you take this message seriously. If you or someone you know is participating in these new age practices discussed today or any other practices because the list goes on, I pray that you seize all activities. Like I've given you scripture, background knowledge, and stories from the Bible to show you how these things are not of God. And so you have no excuse, y'all. I feel like it's my rightful duty to share what I know and what God has revealed to me in his word. So I wanted to touch on this because a lot of times we don't think about the things um, in this topic and our engagement in them and how it can be a block to our blessings and what God wants to do in our lives. And so these things can be the very thing that's hindering us from meeting our goals or getting to that next level. So I want to highlight this information. And also when you look at your life and you're wondering why isn't what I'm asking for coming to pass, you have to not just look at one area of your life, but look at it in totality, even down to the smallest details like these that um, you think are harmful, aren't harmful to you when they really are. And so my best advice to you is 
that before engaging in any new practice, consult with God first and do your research. See if this is something that's Christian-like behavior. If it is, then go forth with it. But if not, refrain from doing it at all costs because this is costing you your future. So again, this concludes this week's episode. I pray you enjoy it, y'all. Please take heed to it. Like I want us all to live our best lives out here. I want us all to have this abundant life. I all I want us all to meet our goals and whatever is stopping us, anything that I can help from stopping you from reaching your goal, anything that I can help that is of hindrance to you, I want to speak about it and I want to help you overcome it so that you can receive God's very best. So I will talk to you guys next week. Again, please take this message seriously. Um, And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.